Welcome to the Random Horror Show. I am your host, Casey Lacey. How y'all guys doing out there? I hope y'all had great food, plenty to eat, uh, nobody fighting. You know, I know some of y'all gorged on those turkeys and those dressings and max, mashed potatoes and all that junk. Y'all need to stop all that. Y'all, it's Thanksgiving. I mean, I understand it's some good eating, you know, it'd be on fire and everything at your big mama, your granny house, but it don't cause for all, all that eating and, and gorging and it's called gluttony. <laughs> gluttony. It's a funny word, gluttony. So, I hope y'all are staying the safe distance, you're washing your asses, you're keeping your hands clean, you're wearing masks. If you're not wearing masks, still wash your ass, wash your hands, keep the safe distance. Don't be all in people's bubbles and personal spaces. We are still in a pandemic. We are finishing off on our feature of New York horror movies made in New York with Chud, or as I call it, Chud Monster. Uh, I was, <laughs> I remember this movie when it came out. I'll say if I was, you know, like six or seven, and we never, me, my brother and I, we never seen Chud before, but we heard so many um, kids they're like, "Oh man, this movie Chud." And these monsters. And then my mom seen the movie. And she's like, yeah, that Chud movie. And all these monsters and coming up out of the sewers. Yada, yada, yada. And so, you know, whenever you have that, you never seen nothing. You have that active imagination. And so, you know, you have like the neighborhood kids. They heard about Chud. And and uh, you, you kind of make up this little uh, uh, game where somebody, you know, like a tag or it or something like that. And you touch him and you're like, you the Chud Monster. And you're like, Chud Monster, Chud Monster. And you're like running around, hiding behind trees, getting away from the uh, person that's the Chud Monster. Uh, had great, great memories um, from that. And um, finally got to watch Chud. <laughs> Chud is something else chud is something else oh my gosh oh dear but i'm glad y'all enjoying the show um i'm glad y'all are listening out there and you know i mean i was talking about like you know thanksgiving and stuff you know just a little bit earlier and oh uh, one of my like rants and my pet peeves is that people putting they're nasty, gross uh, plates and dishes and something they had for dinner. And it is so gross. I mean, why are you putting a picture of your dinner in a sloppy as heck? And I'm just like, why are you putting your sloppy dinner on there? And they like have the little, you know, they write a comment like, yo, I slammed, you know, tonight I had like some barbecue and then... I didn't know what else to fix with it. You know, this shit is like mixed match to the max. They have like some barbecue and some some English peas with carrots and then another food item like spaghetti and stuff. And, you know, or then, you know, I seen the holiday ones, the Thanksgiving ones where they're putting like all their pies and cakes and uh, all their covered dishes that they have and. 
It just like, oh, we slammed down, you know, we hit, we throwing it down. You know? I'm like, ew, that's nasty. And then I'm going to get on to you people who sitting there liking the shit and know it is like plain shit. I am just waiting, waiting, waiting on somebody to sit there and give a comment and say, look, we don't want to see your nasty ass food. Um, please do us a favor and don't post it. And I'm not the only one that recognized this going on. If you are a food critic, if you are a foodie, if you are a chef or anything, you know, or you somebody that's very passionate in cooking and you know how to present the food, uh, make it look great with the lighting, you know, it looks scrumptious. Now I like that right there. And I used to um, do vegan recipes on my Instagram and I clean the plate up, you know, I make it look nice and scrumptious, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm like an amateur at it, you know, basic with vegan cooking. I'm not a vegan anymore and, uh, but I still love vegan dishes, but I made it where it looks very presentable, where it doesn't look like shit. And I added the recipe of what I did with those dishes to say, oh, hey, if y'all like to, you know, uh, copy this recipe or make it yourself, this is what I did. Now, that is understandable. But if you just put some nasty shit together and just, you know, for likes and stuff like that, just to make yourself feel good that you actually know how to cook, but actually you really don't then you just need to stop. That's my little rant as it is anyways. <laughs> I'm a little amped up on uh, Red Bull. It is the red edition. It's watermelon. And it's so delicious. And I also have a backup of Powerade. I'm get a swig of that right there. All right. We're going to be starting off with Chud. Chud was one of those movies that uh, it took a lot of people by surprise um the the uh makeup for the creatures was really really great um it actually points out issues with the homeless during that time in the 80s um homelessness was uh really really uh rampant and big in um new york city and also in tackles environmental issues that we are facing today and what's going on we have climate change um i know i read an article somewhere in greenland where the this oldest glacier has melted and i was just like what that is nuts right there a big huge glacier that has been frozen for all this time has literally melted and you know, and uh, made the sea level rise. So we got to be careful of what we do, you know, on this planet. We only got one home, which is Earth, unless you want to join Space Force and be a colonist on Mars. I mean, you're welcome to it. We, you know, ain't no shame in your game if you want to do that and, you know, become a colonist and go to Mars and, you know, I mean... That's up to you. If you got the money, that's you. You know, good luck. Let us know how it is on Mars. Um, 
I know that I'm going to be on planet Earth, though I sometimes, how the world is, I just want to build a spaceship and just leave Earth. But I'm pretty stuck here, <laughs> just like everybody else. All right. The movie starts off where there's a woman, she's walking her dog, and um, she's right next to a manhole, and she's adjusting her shoe, and then there's this claw just comes out of the manhole and just grabs her and her little dog too down deep down inside the manhole and then afterwards you see dun 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 chud in red red letters Ooh, the music's all spooky we first start off where we meet george which is um john heard um kevin's dad from home alone and his um girlfriend um, they live in this apartment. They meet their downstairs neighbors. Uh, it was a little boy that, uh, his name was Jason and he was playing the ball and he met his mom and stuff. And, um, and, and I noticed that was like a little bit of an homage to Troll because there was a family in Troll and a little girl who gets, you know, uh, turned into a troll well, actually, they swap out bodies and stuff, and she was playing ball in the stairwell of the apartment. So they meet up and they say hello and everything else. Um, they were uh, uh, Kevin's dad and his girlfriend. You know, they were just you know chopping it up, just talking. And she asked, "Where's my jewelry?" He was like, "Yeah, it's in the basement." And she's like, "The basement? You know, you put my expensive jewelry and." precious things in the basement oh come on now if i had a boyfriend and he puts my stuff in the basement i'm gonna dot his eye and bet on that right there so she goes down to the basement um she finds her jewelry and she hears this scratching noise below there's like this um this door that leads down below um of the um basement in the apartment complex and she hears the scratching and she she sits there for a while and just kind of thinks, like, what is all the scratching noise? But it dies down and she just goes back upstairs and, you know, she's with her jewelry and stuff like that. So their neighbor, uh, the lady who um, is the mom to Jason, she was walking down the street. And so she looks at this big pile of trash and stuff. And um, at the time, New York had like a really big, big, big uh, trash problem and stuff. And, you know, they cleaned it up. They cleaned the streets up and everything, you know. And there was, like, she looked and she kept looking. It was, like, some blood and some gross, some yik yik right there. You know, she's like, ah, I'm grossed out. You know, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, walking down the street and there's, like, blood and I don't know what's going on. Enter um, Bosch. He is the detective of the precinct that is, like, on the same block of um, Kevin's dad's um, apartment and he is getting all these reports of people that's missing. He's is in, he's not trying to show emotion of what's going on because his wife is missing. And um, the wife is actually the woman who got snatched down into the manhole by the chud or cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller and the little dog too. So he's just like hearing all these reports. He is trying to not show everybody that he is worried. He don't know where his wife is at. So 
So he said, you know, put out an APB for my wife. You know, she's missing. And they're just looked and like, oh, wow, okay. And so he goes to this soup kitchen, um, is, which is run by AJ, uh, played by Daniel Stern. He is the adult voice narrating um, the Wonder Years. And uh, Wonder Years was the show, if y'all remember, Kevin, um, his mom and dad, you know, his sister, and then uh, Winnie Cooper. He was so in love with Winnie Cooper and his best friend. And um, that was a really, really good show. And then when I start to look back on the Wonder Years, I was like, dang, you know, 80s shows were really, really dark back in the days. It was like episode of Punky Bruce's. It was very, very dark. Yeah, 80s shows was very, very dark. And you thought they were like family friendly, but they also had like a darker theme of showing the reality without being like, you know, like, ah, you know, overbearing or just like, just basically to the to the point yeah kevin's dad was a um was a wife beater um that was that was nuts right there yeah, i remember that episode his mom had a black eye and stuff that was that was crazy but uh daniel stern he is aj he runs the soup kitchen um he takes care of the homeless he makes sure they have a meal even though he is not a rich guy himself you know he's been in trouble he had priors he's been in in and out of jail um, he still gives out the love and the, you know, he puts his like whole dedication into making sure that the people that are homeless people that are up under the ground and the people that um, live on the streets have a meal. So Bosch comes in and he is asking, you know, uh, Daniel Stern, these questions and Daniel Stern is like, hey, you know, I put these reports out on people that have been missing. And he was like, who's who's missing? The president, you know, the mayor. Why is this so important to you? Because you don't even care that these are human beings. Yes, they're on the street. Yes, they do have mental issues and things like that. What do you care about? And Bosch's like, my, my wife is missing. He's like oh okay then so Bosch goes over and there's a guy named Victor and um again um there is homeless people that do have mental illness and he was uh trying to talk to Victor Victor is rambling off at the seams but it doesn't make sense but he is making sense you know letting Bosch know that there is monsters up underground that is attacking them you know the underground um homeless people and that like he has to like you know you know he has to protect himself so Bosch, you know he's like well you know he's about to go over to the guy the guy pulls out a crocodile dundee knife and bow, you know on the table like yo don't mess with me i don't know you i'm trying to tell you something but i still don't trust you so Oh, uh, AJ, he was like, Bosch, you know, I'm letting you know that this is their world and you just an outsider, you coming into their house, you know, you got to respect them. You got to respect their house. So George is, uh, doing a photo shoot of his girlfriend 
and he he is complaining. He's the photographer for this shoot, but he's complaining. Oh, you're half naked. You know what is the whole point? You know of of doing this. He's like, ah, da, 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 da. you know, he's like bitching and moaning, and his girlfriend stops and she's like, look, I'm just doing this gig so we can make money. You know, just pretend and just do your damn job. Well, he stops right in the middle of the shoot. She goes over and get her nose powdered and stuff for makeup. Uh, he picks up the phone. He has like this little uh, device where he can um, listen to his um, answer machine. So on his answer machine, there was a call from one of the underground homeless people that says, hey, you need to come bail me out. <laughs> and he's like, all right. So he just leaves like in the middle of this photo shoot. He goes to bail uh, one of the homeless people that he has been doing photography for. And so he, uh, won these awards. He was, uh, you know, broadcasted like in newspapers and different magazines for his work on, uh, you know, giving, you know, photography, you know, on the homeless. So he bails the lady out and he was like, why, why, why are you in jail? She's like, I was trying to get a gun. And he was like, why do you need a gun? He's she's like, it's for Victor. It's for protection. So he's scratching his head, you know, like, I'm confused. Why would you get a gun off of a police officer? And, you know, he was just like, all right, well, they go down to the subway. And in the subway, there leads the tunnel that you can go down to all these tunnels that are in New York City. And so... He follows her throughout the little tunnels to her home. Well, he is also being followed by one of the um, plainclothes officers because they are like, okay, this George guy is involved with this woman. He knows this woman. She steals a gun from a police officer. What does he know? Uh, we're trying to figure out, you know, this case put it, piece it together to see, you know, why are these people missing? You know, Bosch's wife is missing and things like that. The smell gets to him. He's like, ah, oh, you know, I lost him. So Kevin's dad and the homeless lady, they get to their home. Um, he sees that Victor, one of the, the homeless people that he um, did um, photography, he has this big, gnarly, nasty, you know, bite gash. And I mean, it is huge. It looks like a damn lion just, just took a just chunk out of his leg. And Victor's asking, he's like, did you get the gun? She's like, no, I didn't get the gun, but I have some bandages. And Kevin's dad, you know, removes the um, bandage. He sees the damage. He takes pictures of it. And um, he's wondering himself what is going on down here and what has, you know, uh, got a hold to Victor to leave this vicious, vicious, like, like nasty, like bite on him. So throughout the story, the movie and everything, uh, we find out that Kevin's dad and his girlfriend are pregnant. She's like so super happy. He's super happy that she's she's pregnant and stuff and you know you know in this day and age you know there's not a lot of guys that are very happy to know when somebody's pregnant because usually the 
Oh, that baby is not mine. <laughs> hey, I'm just pointing it out. I'm being random and everything, but I'm just pointing out. When you know you hear a girl that's she says I'm pregnant, it usually comes out that ain't mine. Who you been with? So he's very very happy, which you know in the movie I'm which I'm watching. I'm like, ooh, I'm happy too, you know, because men used to get you know get excited over that. Now these days, no, they don't. So they have a celebratory you know, uh, love making because they're going to be parents and stuff. Uh, somebody calls, he like gets the phone, puts the receiver down. He don't want to hear it because he's happy that he's going to become a father. Anyways, so AJ and Bosch, they found some stuff. Well, AJ, he gets, um, the stuff that he found up under the tunnels and he lets um, Bosch know that there has been really some sketch stuff going down there. Uh, there's like this uh, company, it's like an EPA that has been doing these tests down underground. And they're supposed to be there for a week. And Bosch is like, yeah, they're supposed to stay for a week and leave. He's like, well, they've been down there for like four weeks. He's like, hmm, that is strange right there. So Bosch and um, AJ... They go to George's apartment because George has like a link to the underground homeless people that live down there. So they break into his apartment. They stole his pictures that he has taken of Victor's wounds. And so Bosch, he uh, gathers up like all the evidence of what they um, found down in the, um, in the tunnels they set an appointment with the commissioner. They set an appointment up with the mayor, uh, officials of New York, and the guy named Wilson, who is running the whole show of the EPA, um, the people that are, um, are up under the ground that are doing supposedly all this testing. So they bullshit the bullshitters. Um, Bosch comes in. He comes with his story because they already had this figure out and plan. So, oh, like, Kevin, you know, dope voice Kevin and stuff, he was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? My name is AJ. I run a soup kitchen, and I found all this junk. I found a Geiger meter. I found one boot. I found all this stuff down here. What are y'all doing down here? And then, you know, he busts out with George's pictures and says, yeah, and I have proof, and I will go to the papers, and I'm going to blow this whole thing out of the water. Y'all was in trouble. The, the press, everybody was on your ass not too long ago about y'all being up under New York City tunnels and doing all this, um, this conducting of, like, radioactive waste and things like that. And Wilson, he pops up, he's like, okay, then, uh, yeah, uh, this project that we're doing is called CHUD. And what we're doing is moving all the radioactive waste, trash, things like that safely up under the city so it won't disturb the residents through Manhattan. And we're keeping it hush-hush because we don't want to get a lawsuit from the city of New York. So Wilson and the others, they um, went to the site where they were moving all this supposed trash and harmful and radioactive waste throughout the city. 
and Bosch has a team. They have flamethrowers. He called the backup. Uh, Wilson's people came also, too. They were up under the ground. They had cameras. They were watching everything. Here comes the Chud Monsters. Chud Monsters tow their ass up, ate them up, everything all complete. Yum, yum in my tummy. I want some more. So they were very shocked to see, you know, the whole team, Bosch's team and Wilson's team being devoured alive by the Chud monsters that are up under the ground. So they're like, ah, we ain't going to fool with that. But see, Wilson already knew the, what was going on, not only just moving the waste, but he knew about the um, homeless people that they um, were getting turned into these uh, cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers by uh, uh, the radiation. And there was like this little pit that they have and it was a bunch of radiation and they were standing there you know, uh, getting warmed up because later on, um, Bosch and, um, and AJ, they went down there and they seen where the ground zero for that and scared shit out. And they say, we're going back out. We're going to run. So they did like a Scooby-Doo run, like Shaggy and Scoob, because they don't want to get their butt tore up at this time. So Bosch has a person that is telling him Wilson you know he calls up a person he's like hey you need to go follow AJ you know he's gonna talk and so keep an eye on him AJ goes to use a payphone there's like this sociopathic looking ass dude you know he looks like he's an ex like secret service dude or whatever and um, he hits the receiver on the payphone he takes the quarter, he puts it in his mouth, and he swallows it. And I'm like, ooh, that's nasty. So, ba so uh, excuse me. So, AJ, he's, like, terrified because now he knows he's being trailed, and he knows that his life is in danger because if something happens to him, he would just be, like, a distant memory and nothing to nobody because they look down on him because he runs a soup kitchen, he has priors, you know, the, to them, it's like, this is just a low level, you know, human being and nobody's not going to miss him. So we have Kevin's dad, girlfriend, she's in the apartment and she's relaxing. She gets a shower. There's like some blood sprout up, you know, in her face and everything. And it was clogged because like all the chud monsters, they sit there and, you know, did something to the plumbing. Um, she goes downstairs and she uh, looks for something and she keeps hearing that same scratching noise um, earlier whenever she was retrieving her jewelry and she pops open the uh, the little uh, the little thing and stuff where you can go down inside and she looks and there's Bosch's dead dog hanging. <laughs> you know, on this, um, thing, you know, that goes down to the, uh, you know, down in the tunnels and stuff, and it scares the crap out of her, and she goes down, and she looks, you know, looks around, you know, it's real hot, it's gross, and she, you know, pops back up, and she's just, like, very distraught, you know, there's a dead dog down in the basement in this little place, you know, that leads down underground, 
well little did she know that there was a chud monster in the apartment and at this time we see little boy jason getting his ball and and we see his mom and after that we don't know if the chud monster got them or whatever uh, we we assume that they're dead and so when uh the chud monster makes it up to her apartment door he busts on through she's scared out of her wits the uh lights and stuff you know they're off something happened they got cut off in the apartment she's in there in the dark fighting for her life she runs into the dark room of kevin's dad photography stuff and she waits on the chud monster and she throws like this acid where you develop um pictures and stuff in a dark room and it burns the shit out of the chud monster so she makes it out and she um looks and try to look for something and then there's these swords that um kevin's dad has been saving and collecting so she takes one of the swords looks like a sil like a like a silver i often say silver grotto it looks like a silver dang there i go again silver war it looks like a civil war sword and she grabs it and so the chud you know she's waiting on the chud you know she caught she actually closed the door so she's waiting on the chud, chud monster to, she thinks the chud monster is going to come out of the door the chud monster come bust on through like the wall and stuff his head and neck starts to grow and get really really tall and thin with it and she's swoosh she sliced that sucker up chud monster head rolls off and she's just oh just distraught she's like oh my gosh and um i like that how different for her to be the damsel in distress um she was calling for help she was looking for help when this you know when this monster was like coming through and she had to like take it upon herself to like save herself because she knew that like it wasn't nobody there she's like everybody dead so i gotta get the sword and i gotta chop this you know this this monster head off or else or you know this monster is gonna get me and plus she's pregnant so you had like that life or death you know i gotta protect myself and I gotta protect my child so the chud monster it head rolls it tries to like attack her foot she kicks that sucker off and everything excuse me and then we see like aj he gets locked in the uh in one of the basements of the soup kitchen and the only way that um he can get out is going through the sewers to find like a manhole um, is the psychopath sociopath dude that was been following him because he was watching him because the the gas up under there um it was the line was cut and so he went to go you know boost the gas to cook the supper for like the people and everything and the guy seen him going outside to go and turn the gas on so he locks him inside and so like i said the only way he has to like get out of there is basically go through the tunnels and now he knows there is like some straight up crazy messed up monsters that are down below and now he is in a state of panic and a fight for his life there was also a, a real shady uh journalist that has been um harassing 
you know, Kevin's dad and his girlfriend and stuff. And so he has a gun on him and he tells Kevin's dad, you know, before Daniel Stern, you know, start robbing their house and everything. He's like, yo, you know, you're going to take me to where these people, you know, I want to know this story. You have like the people that are, you know, waste management people, the EPA people are coming, you know, looking for you. You have the cops looking for you. Like, man, you know something. So, you know, Kevin's dad leads him down into the tunnels. Um, Kevin's dad is like, you know, all right, dude. I mean, it's hot and sticky down here. Um, you know, it's, it's your funeral, whatever. So, they get down there and um, they hear the chuds screaming, roar, hollering and stuff. Guy's like scared out of his wits. He doesn't even know how to use a gun. But he, and I hate like assholes like him that have like a piece like that, but they don't even know how to use a gun and think they, and you know, you know those dudes like that, they, they're pretty much going to kill somebody or they're going to shoot themselves. So he shoots a fire, couple rounds and stuff inside the tunnel. And he looks around, and he's talking shit to, like, Kevin's dad. Here comes Chud Monster. Chud Monster got his butt, snacked on his butt and everything. Kevin's dad, like, running and stuff, you know, because, you know, his future son, you know, he's got to protect the house from Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci and everything. So that's where, you know, Kevin gets that from. Um, George goes to where Victor and like the lady that he um, bailed out of jail, they are now turning into the Chud monsters because they got infected by the Chud. The Chud came back and got them. Uh, Victor was foaming at the mouth, turning different weird colors because of his injury. And she is out of her gourd and everything else. He knocks her out. He kills... Um, he kills Victor because he picked up the gun from, like, old cheese ball head and everything. And so, George is stuck down there. AJ is stuck down there. And so, AJ is trying to find the place where the uh, people got murdered, where the chud is at. Um, so, he finds, like, a microphone. And George finally meets up with him. And they're, like, calling on this, uh, you know, on the microphone. And the guy is, like, up on above where the site was. And the guy sees what was going on. And he was, like, telling him, like, hey, you know, go to a manhole. Well, Wilson got word of this and everything. So he was, like, you know what? I'm going to let them die down there. Well, Bosch finds out that AJ and George are down there so Bosch is like I'm going to save the day I'm not going to let nothing happen to these cats and stuff because you know they know what is going on I have like a full investigation I can bring this jerk hole Wilson to justice of moving he will really Wilson wasn't moving the uh radioactive waste through the um tunnels he was actually storing the um, radioactive waste, which means the water system and things like that is going to be contaminated, which, uh, you know, that is going to be harmful to the people of New York City. So you have like the news crew and things like that, you know, they're hearing wind of like monsters and stuff, uh, you know, coming out of the sewers, attacking people, eating people up. There was also a scene where a grandfather and his granddaughter were lost. 
um, in the move in in the movie and stuff. They were looking for a relative's home. He used a payphone. The Chud monster comes up out of the manhole, eats her grandfather, traumatizes her and everything. So she is traumatized of seeing a monster, a real life monster, eating her grandfather up. Um, there was like this massacre of like chuds that came to the diner and you also see a very very young you know dan connor you know uh john goodman in this movie he plays a cop in this movie and him and um there's another actor uh, he's one of those actors that you i think it's like name is jay jay gordon or something like that i might be mistaken or whatever they were sitting at the uh counter getting some food you know they're off their shift um, flirting with the, the waitress and here comes all these chud monsters and they're like rawr, rawr. you know those chud monsters was like some bad mofos and stuff them motherfuckers like ate all them people in that diner and there was no bodies nothing was not left in that diner nothing but broken glass and blood them chuds were like them them suckers are notorious so I gotta say, I don't want to meet no chud, <laughs> you know, running around in these parts right here. He's gonna get his ass blown all blown away. So you have the news crew, and everybody is, you know, around. You have like the the people that live on the block to see the carnage, the uh, massacre. They don't know what's going on. It is so confusing. You half broken glass you have blood everywhere and nobody's to be found and then you have wilson that's looking around to see if bosch is there bosch shows up he was like yeah i'm gonna like get you i'm gonna take you down wilson so bosch is looking around and telling um he told uh aj and um kevin's dad to meet up at this certain um you know, manhole to get out. So Bosch goes to the manhole. Well, at this moment, there are trucks that uh, Wilson have told them to like put on the manhole. So there was trucks on top of the manholes. So to say like the gas won't escape because there's a gas leak, you know, throughout the city. Well, Bosch and stuff, he was just like, you know, I know what this dude's trying to do. So Wilson follows Bosch. Bosch moves the truck. And um Wilson comes and he shoots Bosch, you know, um, right in the chest, chest area somewhere. And he's not like really, really he's hurt, but he's not really, really hurt and everything. So Wilson, he moves the um, truck, the van, over that same manhole that uh, Bosch has uh, moved out of the way. So they're getting up there, you know, Kevin's dad and um, AJ, I mean, they're trying to get out and stuff. They hear the Chud monsters, Chud monsters is like coming like really, really close to them. You know, they're scared. There's probably, you know, like some some Hershey, you know, like on, on the steps or something like that, maybe a little pee. And, um, at this time, um, you know, Kevin's dad, girlfriend, she, uh, found like the cops, she gets to the scene 
and um she looks around she see Bosch laying down Bosch told her to like move that truck because George and AJ is down there so she did um finally whoo that was like a very intense moment I mean they really built that moment up really really good um they get out of the manhole here comes uh you know Wilson in this truck looking like a deranged ice cream man and stuff and you have like AJ he gets the gun from Bosch he was like yo bro you know you've been good you've been cool like that I'm gonna take it from here so he shoots Wilson the gas from where it was because it was kind of like a gas leak around that time you know in the city it uh blows up the van ends Wilson's life Bosch is is like you know he he's alive he's happy he's glad to see AJ um Kevin's dad and his girlfriend they're happy you know they're gonna move you know to the suburbs you know they're gonna sell like her father's house they're gonna you know you know buy a house and you know and then you know years later their son Kevin is going to have some capers of his own and that is the end of Chud. Chud it shows like how even though you had monsters and stuff that was scary but the real monster was Wilson who was doing the most damage just not only to the homeless people but like the citizens of New York and that was the real monster the real villain that was in this movie well I hope y'all like that and next month we're going to be doing horror 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 and our first lineup in December is going to be gremlins yes gremlins 1984 gremlins from Steven Spielberg uh, we're going to be talking about Gizmo and Stripe and all them. And I hope y'all love, love, love the Random Horror Show. I am your host, Casey Lacey, and I will talk to y'all next week with Gremlins.